0: yeah I think so very much actually you know is yes, my husband always comes back into the conversation but before I started dating him I was scared of God. I know it's such a strange thing. Uh, I, had, <laughs> I had an abortion
1: Okay.
0: Um, and that abortion made me ashamed I hear you to the point where I couldn't walk into church without crying. I couldn't face God. I didn't want to talk to him. I wanted to hide from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Holo met me, he's highly spiritual, mm-hmm. and he prays, and you know, he's very—he's a, he's a warrior, he's a prayer warrior. Yeah. And when I said to him, "I'm not going to go to church with him," um, he was like, "What the?" You know, he was—it was quite taken aback. And he said to me, "It's so important that you get in touch with
1: God." So there are aspects of my life um, <laughs> that I will never reveal. <laughs> Um, that are between myself, my family. On the third day. <laughs> On the third day. Uh, so <laughs> That's that one, yeah. <laughs> like Christ himself. What was that about? I don't even and know. You went to I a don't fancy know. Fancy restaurant, um, in a beautiful place in South Africa, and oh he I'll left you love with them. seven thousand He's a, not circumcised. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I heard the, the audible and, voice. So Bill was holding We're the decision. Actually, I'm not going to that. Yes.
0: Would it marry what you say you're doing? Which so,
1: Annie, you, you're busy singing now. Is that something new that we're about to expect Please from don't you? don't ever
0: expect that from me. I sing in my car, I sing in the shower, and that's it.
1: Drive time with Mrs. Ambition. And I
0: thank you. <laughs> yes. But
1: well, what was that about, anyway?
0: So, in my head, I have my own radio show. <laughs> oh. <where> I'm driving. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, and now so that was just something cute that I came up with. And I yes. think it just shows people, like, sort of my musical taste mm. and invites them into my world because i'm very silly when i'm driving you know yes. and i like to dance as well in my car
1: so <laughs> welcome yes thank you um uh people don't know what we go through to have these moments i mean everybody has has crazy schedules thank you so much for coming no, we really appreciate great. it you look you. beautiful
0: I love
1: you. It's nothing oh. we're not used to because i'm always black
0: come on so what is that sunny <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That fake hair? <laughs> I'm joking. You look good. You look Thank you. Good. Thank you. Um, there's, something, there's something I came across that I found absolutely amazing because it signifies what really your life has come to be. Yeah. Your marital name is Nopomele. Which means success for those who don't exactly. know. Exactly. That's like they
0: knew, the temple's new, that yeah. when Holo was going to get married to me, mm-hmm. he was going to get the chumkra, get the money, <laughs> you know. The
1: park was carved. Yeah.
0: It was open. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I mean and and when did you know he was the one? Which year was this? Sina, no,
0: that's cheeky. Um You know it's so strange because mm-hmm. I think the way that our relationship started was not very traditional. Okay. Because I was his PA. Yeah. Um, so there wasn't really a, an interest on either of our sides, um, in each other, strangely enough. Really? Yes. Yeah. I think maybe, um, because I was good for his business, mm-hmm. maybe he right. saw, okay, a life partner because we can work together. We can transition
1: from just business into life. Right. Because, because, our relationships are life partnerships more than anything. Right. People love to focus on the minuscule skill things. People love to highlight mistakes, which, by the way, everybody has. Everybody, um, yeah. But at the core of it, you have to build a life partnership with somebody you believe can propel you towards your success. And grow Keep you. you in line. Grow and you, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: So I think that for him was something very important because work is extremely important to him. Yeah. You know? Um, so he's in love with his work. Mm. He's fully involved. And I think when he saw that I was adding... A lot of value he started to value me you know and he wanted to get to know a little bit more about me and yeah then he's like listen let's date bro yeah, and yeah. i was like yeah but i not so much
1: about you already you know, the gory side i've all of I them, seen right i've everything yeah. i've
0: literally seen everything and then i was like but do you know what you must give people an opportunity true i was in a space of my life where i come out of a very horrible relationship. Okay. Um, and Holo was literally alongside me for that entire relationship nearly. Um, and and how long was that? That was five years. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then when that relationship was over, because he actually helped pull me out of that dark place. You know, I told him one evening while we were at work, um, we were at rich actually, I was crying I couldn't work because I was so distraught and devastated. Um, by what was happening in our relationship, and
1: was it a toxic relationship? It
0: was hella toxic. It was yeah. abusive. Really? This person cheated. Like it, it yeah. was so hurtful. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. literally came and he says, "We're gonna take you out of the space because mm-hmm. I was living with that person as well." Oh my! So, he said, so
1: they they sort of made you super dependent on them in in a certain way. You know, toxic people, narcissists. <laughs> yes. Whether you whether you need the person financially or not. Mm. They have a way of working you mentally yes. to a place where you think I am nothing without this person. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah I definitely think I was very dependent emotionally yes. um on that person and it's probably why I stayed so long through mm. all of the bullshit, you know. Um and Paul said, Listen, we're gonna take you out of this space and we're gonna take you out right now. Um and, and he took me to the same space. And I just think, you know, maybe um, that was also that sort of Appreciation and trust and
1: because he knew where i was coming from and he said i'm going to take you to a safe space i met hulu in the year 2016. i was staying at the Courts in Umsha. yes okay, yes and yes. he was my two doors away yes, yes yes um so that that i knew his hustle from then yes he was still driving a mercedes-benz convertible if yes, i remember correctly the, the e-class, e-class. Mm-hmm. yes so Hulu actually did it from scratch. Yes. I'm I'm cognizant of that. Were you in the picture then already?
0: Yes. Yeah. So the e the e-class was something him and I debated about because I was like, no my G get a like get a SUV, yeah, be that guy and he was like, nah. I wanna be smooth and sexy, you know, mm. with the drop top e class. But yeah, I was his PA at that point. Oh
1: you were still his PA yes. at that point. But I wasn't
0: his romantic interest. Not his romantic thing. interest. Yes, I was just his Okay.
1: PA. Do you, do you think there are aspects of um, the pain that you, you survived in the past five years of the relationship that you were in that you've had to unlearn in your relationship with Kulut? Uh
0: Definitely. And I think this is something um, we actually discussed on Housewives in season two. Um, I said that we've been through a lot of shit and we were sitting out in the safari, yes. whatever it is, and um, they were trying to ask me questions about Polo's cheating yeah. or whatever, if Polo cheats, how would I feel if Polo cheated. And I said listen, we've been through shit. Mm-hmm. Not necessary to say that he's cheated, but because of the behaviors that I had to unlearn. Absolutely. Um, I put him through shit. Yeah. You know? Um, Which is personal. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, so so that's the shit that we had to deal with. We had to, I had to mature. Yeah. I really had to grow up. I had to understand that I'm really dating an adult. Um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he's 11 years older than me. You Interesting, know? I didn't know this. Yes. Yeah. So um, his mindset was different, yeah. and he was about work. He was about progress. He was about uplifting me. Like he always said to me, "You're a brand, yes, and you stop treating yourself like that. Yeah. you came from this place. You have a dance company, you have a promotions company. Yeah. I see you doing your thing. But now you need to be a boss lady for real.
1: I get that. You know. Yeah.
0: Um, and he's like, "Stop being childish. Stop having problems with because I used to have issues with going to work. Well. Okay, I, it used to trigger me." Like,
1: madly. Because of everything that was done to you by a oh. person who wants to lie about going to work, right. lie when they're unavailable now, you're nervous, you're yes. like, where's this person? Why are they not texting me back? Why are they not I calling percent. me back? Meanwhile, Hulu was at a point in his life where he needed to be away, because he's building. He's building yes. a, a, a multi-million rand empire that we know
0: right now. I mean, since him and I got married in 2018, he's opened up three more businesses. So, you must understand that that's, he... That's he only had four years, Annie, that's incredible. Right. Yeah. He had one business when we started dating, mm-hmm. which was Forty Seventh Avenue, and then he, he actually had a um, called uh, the Group Experience, which was also an agency. Yeah, agency yeah. Which is where I was actually working at the mm-hmm. time. Um, and then yeah, he was like head down, we're trying to get this going, baby girl. Don't keep me back. Don't make me stay home. Don't let your uh, insecurities stop me from progressing. It's also stopping you from progressing. Yeah. And I just had to like suck that up and man up. And yeah, he really helped to mold
1: me into the boss bitch you see. <laughs> okay, fair. I mean, I mean, who is loud and some debatable with that now? <laughs> but but with being a boss bitch, it also comes with a lot of what, detractors, right? Don't those detractors, they think they say to you, bring up grab those insecurities, especially those insecurities that were in the past relationship. Because people say things a lot in the social media, even on the on the platform that you've chosen to be on, on Showmax. Um, people use personal hurtful things to poke at you. Okay. Um, you may be a boss, any but doesn't it hurt sometimes?
0: <sighs> okay, if I know it's untrue, okay. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Um, what I do give a fuck about is people who can create things but they cannot substantiate them. Yeah. Then I'm like oh, yeah. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um but yeah most uh, most of the shit that goes on, I mean he was a stripper. I'm like, okay babies, I twerk, it I <laughs> Shake my ass, if I wanna <laughs> shake my ass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um there's like a few things, they don't hurt me per se. I think what hurts me what hurt me the most is I think I spoke about it this season, is definitely the attack on my physical features. Because yes. I'm aware, I'm mm-hmm. sure even you can look at me now and you see this eye is a little mm-hmm. bit smaller than that one. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's been something I was aware of. Um, it's a change to me because my daughter is only three years old now. Mm-hmm. And it happened when she was born, like actually okay. two days before she was born. So that's something that I've had to kind of accept as my new features. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. before, I felt that my face was Mm -hmm. and now this is it you know um so when other people start pointing out that out then i can be like okay this is a little bit
1: uncomfortable and it doesn't make me feel good about myself is this not though any um an opportunity to realize that the boss which annie who has been privileged with a successful life who's still growing her brand who's still growing her successes in her own right you've also been privileged with having a brand that's on an international platform, you are currently streaming in the United States of America and people know who you are, um, that Annie actually needs to dig deeper and say, whatever I may look like physically, those things don't matter as much. That's about who I am. And I need to work intrinsically on who I am and become, I keep becoming a better version of of myself intrinsically. So that each time that this show is renewed, each time people see another season, they see a deeper end. Mm, they see wow. a more grounded end. They see a full, a full woman. Yeah. yeah. No,
0: I definitely agree with that. Um, I think it was just a shocker for me that it became such a big talking point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think now I'm just like, okay, um, looking at myself. I don't feel too hectic about it. I did want to fix it. But then obviously I, I decided against it, you know, mm. I'm just chilling with it. Um, Yeah. Um, and definitely, it is a it's a learning curve.
1: Yeah, I think you're beautiful, so. Thank you, sir. So and much. I'm sure your husband does too. Yes. <laughs> 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 I want to speak about your family now. Um, let's move away a bit from from your marriage. Um, I understand you grew up in the United Kingdom. Yes. Um, your whole life? Not my whole life.
0: So I'm what you call a nomad, okay. right? Um, we. I was born in Joburg. I grew up in Cape Town. Uh, from Cape Town, we went to Ireland. Mm-hmm. From Ireland, we went to Kimberley. Mm-hmm. From Kimberley, we oh, went wow. to Johannesburg. <laughs> from Johannesburg, we went to the UK. Okay. And the UK was the last place, like where I finished my schooling. Uh, we were there for about five years or so, and then we came back to Dublin. Uh,
1: five years in the UK. Is this with uh, your your nuclear family? Your mom, your dad?
0: It's with my mother and my little brother.
1: Your mother and your little brother. So yeah. there is no dad in the picture.
0: No, my daddy is there. So, um, my father has a business in South Africa, um, Mm. and it's quite successful. So for him, the UK, he tried a little bit to come over, but he realized he was not going to be able to sort of afford the lifestyle that he would want and that he was used to, um, if he stayed in the UK. So he came back to South Africa. He's an, he's an advocate. So
1: the, 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 the the UK move was primarily your mother's career choice. Yes. And then obviously she's taking the kids with. Yes okay and and what was those what were those five years like for you i'm asking this because as a nomad as a person who's moved so much um something changes man something shifts when you travel yeah and especially when you relocate yes. um you you're you able to define yourself beyond the borders of these south african borders yeah and you're able to become I, i'd say a fuller person because you understand different cultures you're sensitive to people's different experiences What would you say that part of your life has done for you and the person you
0: are now? I definitely think, like you say, it's sort of broadened my mindset. What is also amazing is that I was able to take experiences that I've had overseas and be able to bring them home. Like the concept of a go-go dancer Mm -hmm. was not really something South Africa or Durban saw. So um, when I came back to Durban from the UK, I had a strong passion for dance. I was Mm -hmm. already... Dancing is a go-go dancing in the clubs in the UK. While I was also doing commercial dance work, but in Durban, there was no space for commercial dance work because the dance industry is tiny. Yes, yes. You know, um, there's like really any work. And I said to myself, I'm going to create an opportunity for myself because the main market clubs in Durban don't have dancers. Yeah. Only the white clubs had dancers at the time. True. And I said, this is a, a, niche. a niche for me, yeah, yeah. and I can make money. Yeah. And so
1: that's what i did yeah there is this issue. So definitely traveling does open up people's minds Hundred um our passport is not the greatest but it does give you access to, to, to quite a few countries over yeah, 100 was, countries yes. without without having to get a visa so people firstly have to log on to the internet do the research and travel yeah more than anything um I know you wouldn't want people not spending their money at rich and views, but they, they should travel also. <laughs> no, definitely.
0: I think travel is very important. Yeah. I mean, every time I travel, I learn amazing things. I mean, if you look at views, the concept for views was actually created in New York okay so holland i traveled to new york to look at speakeasies mm-hmm. so when views Plus opened there was this amazing entrance with the bookcases mm-hmm. and then they had a sliding bookcase sure. a secret entrance yeah. that you would go through into this like bar area mm-hmm. right and it was very rustic and old school um and that is the initial idea. So we went to New York and we checked out all the I mean, the speakeasies, which are like these undercover clubs that were open during the nineteen twenties, mm-hmm. during the alcohol probation So they had to find different ways of uh, getting people in to drink because obviously it was against the law. And they're amazing. I mean, they have so many cute entrances. You yeah. have phone booths. You have a knock on the door, and a sh- you know, and a the experience of that i think made us very excited for that views concept but i think views grew beyond us definitely and that idea was no longer feasible because so many people wanted to be abused yeah and we just had to like make it more of a rooftop venue because everybody wanted to be outside our main idea yeah. was to do an inside little bar yeah but everyone wanted to be outside yeah all the time yeah. so it just became a rooftop bar
1: what makes one successful in, I'd say, the hospitality industry like that? I know this question is a bit broad, but what, what, what has, what do you think? Okay, maybe, let me not say what makes you successful. What has given you lo- longevity? Ah, longevity. longevity. Yes. yes.
0: Um. Uh, do you know what? It's definitely color. Color is a personable. Person. He loves people. He engages with people so well. He will say to me, The people made me. Mm-hmm. Literally. He is very humble. He goes to greet all of the people who come into his venue. He will literally go table to table, greet them, shake their hands. How are you? How are you doing? And it's that that builds relationships with your customers that give you that longevity. <laughs> yeah, <great>.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's been like a super explosion of fame that has come into your life. and when i look at it from the outside um for for example my podcast is still growing it's only a year old and i i get weird when i get into spaces and people recognize me Mm. or they say oh i enjoyed that episode and i'm like i'm just gonna drink um so when it comes at the level that you've gotten it at purely because of the success of 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 real housewives of durban um how are you handling that and Are these things we are seeing real?
0: So, definitely, it's reality Mm -hmm. TV, you know. I mean, I think the only difference is that ordinarily I would not meet up with (laughs) these (laughs) women. So, they put us in a group and they arrange meetings for us. Okay. And then that's what plays out. That's what you see on TV. But on my day-to-day, I'm not in contact with most of these ladies. I Mm -hmm. don't talk to them. They don't cross my mind. They don't affect anything that happens in my life. Um, so yeah, that part is, yeah. And then in regards to dealing with the explosion of fame, um, oof, um, it made me uncomfortable for a while. And um, what is, I think, good about me being on the show is that I had to learn to deal with people because I was an introvert really yes <laughs> i was a very bad introvert so risha will say to you the first time we met each other i literally scurried past her yeah and i sat down in my little corner yeah and they were all like kicking with each other oh my gosh because yeah. i had, had big personalities. it was ayanda it was um nonku it was risha homozo that they had you know the energy the energy yeah they were very confident women, yeah. yeah. and i was not at a very confident place yet you know and so i just little mouse. Sure. Well, all of them like busy with each other, and um, yeah, the show taught me, gave me more confidence. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you deal with different people? Um, How do you make friends? Because that's also something I struggled with. so yeah, I think that's good, and that's also now helped me with the, the greater public. Because yeah. now I can greet you and say, hi, how are you? Oh True, my God, so, you're yeah. the so cute. Are taking pictures? Yes. You know, um, and yeah.
1: Are you, are you feeling though as if there are cast members who go beyond the, 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 the requirements? And when I say requirements, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you guys are acting. Yeah. But when you are in a group setting, there are people who go... Super personal, super mean, super vile, just because they want to be the one that trends.
0: We know who you're talking about. <laughs> 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 and definitely, um, I think this is the first time I've actually met up with that. So, okay. You know, for the season three. I think prior to this, we were all pretty cordial cool with each other, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I think there were some uncomfortable things, obviously, with Lucy, like, for example, um, where I was like, who exactly are you? Um, Because I I don't, I want to feel comfortable, Mm -hmm. you know, and I want to, I want to know a little bit about someone in order to get to that level of feeling comfortable. Um, So, yeah, that was really it. I think only this season I'm experiencing something that's very new in terms of someone who is just doing too much. Yeah, Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Do you do you think now that you've experienced a true level of violence from someone? Yeah. Do you think from the past season do you owe anyone an apology?
0: Uh,
1: and you might have been too mean to them.
0: Have I been too mean to people? Ooh, it's a bit tricky. Listen, um, I think I'm going to go back to my conversation about Lissy in mm-hmm. particular. Um, I've always I've admired her. You know, she is very resilient when she has a plan or something that she wants to do, she executes, mm-hmm. you know, and she's very like tunnel vision. And even people who DM me like, oh, i love to see and i am be like, as you should, because <laughs> she is yeah. that girl, do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, I think for me, uh, I don't know if it's a matter of apologizing, but maybe my mindset has softened a little bit in a way to say, okay, I can see why you're trying to be more private. My only thing is that it's not really the platform for mm-hmm. privacy, yeah, per se, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think that also we, we never gelled, you know, even like off screen and whatever it is, there was never that.
1: You just nothing to talk about. Like, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, and it all just, yeah, I think because of the space that I was in, the way in which I was growing, I was unable to empathise with her and where she was coming from, okay. you know. Um, because I was still growing up myself. Um, and then now I think that I've matured three seasons in. Now we are seeing like people who are even outside of the show still coming to attack you and create things. And you're just like, oh, shit. Do you know what? Maybe I should have just left her to do I get thing.
1: you. I get you. Perhaps then she took the right decision if privacy is a big thing for her to not come back. Yes. I um, I that think so. that's the right that's the right way of being private. You're right, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, uh, there is also a a, a a narrative that people speak about a lot that um, women shouldn't be fighting each other because they already have men who are harming them. Yeah. they already have men who are not treating them well, and yes. um, the society has issues with men. Um, would you say by being on the Real Housewives, you are perpetuating a culture where women are always fighting? Mm-hmm
0: now this is a bit of a tricky one Um, for me i don't think i'm perpetuating a culture where women are not always uh, there for each other Mm -hmm. i feel like there are opportunities where you see us come through for each other there is times where someone down and you lift them up Um, There are the friendships that have been built and created on the show so i don't think it's all bad and horrible but what we need to realize that in real life we are not friends with everybody True. okay on your day-to-day are you going to go into a space when you don't like someone and sit there. no, you're not. You
1: don't. You avoid that space. You avoid
0: that space, yeah. but I can't avoid that space. We can't. You're in a the, contract and you're sitting on the same table. Hundred percent. So yeah. what happens? All those uh, clashes of personalities and whatever, they're going to happen. Yeah. Because that is what it is. But on your day to day, you would just not be with that person.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and further further to that, it's always it's it's always feels like an unnecessary pressure that is placed on women to say that there must be this strong sisterhood. Yeah. Uh, as you are saying, people naturally are not going to get along all the time yes. um, for various reasons. Yeah. People are just not designed to be all
0: loving kumbaya. 100%. You know? So yeah, I feel like there is there is a pressure. And for me, I'm, I I very boldly say, if you do not like somebody, you do not need to entertain them. Yeah. Um, You can literally just mind your own and for me, it's always be true to yourself. You have to feel peace within yourself first before you can give anybody else peace. And for me, I love a clean energy, Mm -hmm. I love to say this is who I am, this is how I feel. We can gel with that or we can't and either way, it is okay.
1: Yes. Something more positive. How about the Irish Twins?
0: Oh jeez. They are little terrors. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. My they're doing they're growing up really nicely. Mm-hmm. They started to like each other. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think uh, because they were so close together. Okay. My daughter was the older one, she didn't have an opportunity to be a baby. Okay. Because straight when she was about one year old there was another baby. Yeah. And that baby had time and attention because it was like they one, yeah um and um so she's grown up she's quite mature for her age but yeah i think now that they're in a similar space because he's turning three and she's turning four um now we can all like get the same attention and we can all play together nicely and you know uh, we have similar interests now as well and it, there's not that big divide because they both potty trained, they both can walk they both can talk they know what they want, and it just makes it easier.
1: I, I get that, but with running so many businesses, both you and Khulu, don't, do you not have um, parent guilt that you're not spending enough time with them? Oh, is
0: that parent guilt? I enjoy going to work, guys. I say, I'm going to go to work. You go to school, baby. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I don't feel like I have parent guilt. Uh, my, my kids, I think I'm blessed that they enjoy school, okay. and they enjoy socializing, um, and the time when I'm not with them, I'm at working there at school, generally we were not going to be together, of course, um, only when I have to go away, you know, um, like I did the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards, mm-hmm. I was gone for a week, because I had to be in Joburg, then that's when right. you start getting yeah. guilt, I even yeah. cry, like I, mean, I miss you so much, yeah, okay, I like, like bro. <laughs> I cry, Um, but yeah, because every day to see them and just have that cuddle and that communication, how was your day? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's the best thing. And how are they
1: dealing with walking in a warworks and people recognize mommy? That must be so weird. Like, mommy, why are people coming up to you <laughs> taking pictures with you?
0: Um, I don't think that they get it yet. Okay. And the funniest thing is even when they're alone with the nanny in the mall, they get it. Really so they are like little
1: celebrities <laughs> out there, I guess, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's not a big deal for them yet, but yeah, they, they, don't, don't they don't see it yet. Maybe they don't see it are.
0: yet. I do have an older daughter who's uh, turning 18 this year. Really? Yeah. So she's Carlos' child from a previous relationship. Okay, okay. Yes. Does she
1: stay with you guys as well?
0: Yes. She, well, this year she's actually going to stay with her mother again. Okay. But she has been staying with us for the past like five years or so.
1: Okay, and and interesting. How's stepmothering?
0: Ah, She makes it so easy. Really? She makes it amazingly easy. She's always been very close to me. She loves to dance as well. So uh, even when I was Holo's PA, her and I, like when she used to come to work, because obviously sometimes, you know, that happens during school holidays. It's Holo's turn to take the baby and Mm -hmm. she comes to work. We would dance, do like TikTok videos together and you know, we always had a vibe. Do
1: you see where it all stems from though? So as a man, you recognize who your child is gravitating towards as well, because it wasn't just about him and his feelings towards you. Um, he was looking at you as a businesswoman. Are you capable to support him in his businesses? Yeah. And then he saw you as a mother as well with yeah. his daughter. Yeah, okay. and you didn't have children then, right? I didn't have. So he he recognized all of these. So it comes back full circle. I guess it
0: does. I've never thought of it like that. Honestly yes. speaking, when yeah. sense
1: Oprah Winfrey and Stedman Graham have been together almost 40 years without being married. And um, in one of Oprah's books, if I'm not mistaken, you guys can correct me, it's called What I Know For Sure. I love
0: this book. I have read this book, yes.
1: (laughs) Um, Oprah speaks of one of the things she knows for sure is that she doesn't want to get married. And that's because she's saying... By not being married, by being married, she would have been succumbed to many traditional expectations of marriage. Yes. And that wouldn't have made Oprah Winfrey the brand possible. Right. And the reason she believes in Oprah Winfrey the brand more than anything in the world is because Oprah Winfrey the brand is a server. She served lives. She saved lives. Yes. She's been a giver. Yeah. And she thinks all of that giving would have had to be for her little family and little kids. Yes.
0: Um, I think that's something I can definitely sort of uh, agree with. Yeah. Um, I feel like marriage should not be in a box, firstly. It shouldn't limit you, as a woman or as a man, what you can and cannot do. I think as a couple, there needs to be an understanding, you know? Um, Like for me, I am not a homemaker. Naturally, Mm I am not. My parents taught me things like proposal writing. They taught me great business acumen they taught me financial uh, intelligence mm-hmm. you know and those were the things that my parents focused on when they were bringing us up yeah they didn't teach me how to cook they didn't make it important that i clean i've always had nannies i've always had people to or well, people in the house helping cleaning i i was unfortunately that spoiled child who wakes up in the morning and runs out and comes back with her bed done mm-hmm. you know so those things were never important to me but the things that were important, like I said, is proposals, being able to communicate your ideas in order to get that financial, I get that. you know what I yeah. mean? Um, and I think that is what my partnership with my husband is about, the fact that we both have the same goal of growing our sort of legacy mm-hmm. for our family, um, making money to support each other and support the family and also the greater family, not just our household alone, you know, there's his um, family on the side, like his sister, his mother, whatever it is, and his brothers, and there's also my family, like, myself and my sister have an agency that we took over from the agency I used to be called the experience, coach. yeah you Know, yeah, yeah. Um, so now my sister and I are doing amazing experiential work um, because of that opportunity that Holo presented okay, to uh, us. You yeah, know, that, yeah. that helped me learn what is an agency, how do agencies run, and I fell in love with it. Yeah, um, and my sister has always been creative, and that allows my sister and I now to also create our own family legacy. Yes,
1: yes, um, yes.
0: So it's, it's really bigger than.
1: I'm intrigued by you saying creating family legacy because I personally believe that um, we live in a culture where family, the family unit or the culture of family has been obliterated. Um, People say, do your own thing, be an independent man, be an independent woman, travel the world, do this. And that aspect of creating families, people are no longer valuing, right? And I'm realizing something. The Jewish community, the Muslim community, those people are successful because, because of, families. of families,
0: 100%. We need to bring back the family unit. It's very important. Um, and this, I think, for us as black people, it is so important that we look at those cultures. Yeah. Indian people.
1: Indian people too, yeah. They
0: have each other's back yes. as family. I'm going to put my family on. Absolutely. I'm going to put my friend on. Yes. I'm going to put the person in my community on. on. First, before First, I go anywhere to, else. Before I go anywhere else. Yeah. Whereas us as black people will be like, oh, I want to keep this little bag to myself. Where can I find someone outside of my community that I'm going to interact with instead of the person right here who can, like, I can either groom, do the same thing, or I can support. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, I I see that often. They want to keep everything here because it's like they're scared. We're so scared that it's going to be taken away from us. That you, who's doing something similar to me, may... Take my
1: portion
0: of the pie. True, 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 true. Whereas
1: in Indian the communities, they are sharing the pie. You, you And the, the pie is big enough. I strongly believe the pie is big enough. It is. Um, we really need to get up out of this competition mentality. Yes. Because uh, money in the black community comes in and it leaves immediately. Yeah. It comes in and it goes to diamond community immediately. Yeah. Um, it doesn't circulate a number of times yes. w- within us. It's within
0: the community, 100%. Yeah. percent um, I think we it's the mistrust, yeah, and it's it comes from a long sort of history of being taken advantage of, yeah, and that, yeah, it's we, we're take, unlearning. It's yeah. gonna take a while. It's gonna take a while for us to unlearn.
1: But those of us who have been privileged with access, success, opportunities we also need to be conscious of the fact that we are prolonging the harm if we don't make a conscious decision to share um i'm not saying give people who are unworthy and undeserving opportunity Mm -hmm. but if you see that for example you've got a podcast it's still young Mm -hmm. um i'm Annie. i'm on traditional media on showmax you coming to my podcast co-signs my podcast as a platform right so you didn't lose much from doing that but all you did was your 10 minutes of research, you probably locked down, looked at the podcast and said, this person is trying, they've got legitimacy, then let me go and burn the candle. With, you know what I mean? Yes. So it's important that we do that okay. where we can, it's as much as possible. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, even for me, I, I, I always feel like I literally take the people around me and I uplift them. Mm-hmm. If you see my current, I'm going to call her my PA, her name is Kayla. Mm-hmm. She used to be a dancer at my dance company. Um, she came to me when she was like 19 and now she's an account executive in my creative agency. I have another dancer, Ziggy. Um, he also was a dancer for me. Uh, he was a choreographer for me. And now I've taken him into my creative agency as well. Yeah. Um, another lady called Shakil. I gave her my dance business when I realized that I have no uh, capability of running it anymore and giving it the right attention. She was with me since she was young 16 mm-hmm. you know um i used to take her to gigs pick her up and whatever it is and then it came to a point where i'm like you can run this business and now she runs it and she does it better than what i do yes, she has yes. more clients than what i do <laughs> you know and on the side she's also creating her own brands in terms of clothing and whatever yeah. it is and she's just growing herself at my salon also i get um like two people a year um from a, a underprivileged communities and I teach them beauty and I put them through school Yeah. and I'm like, we all need to grow, we need to get humanity to grow with us, you know, we need to give people opportunities that didn't have opportunities before Sure. Um, and I'm very very much about that, I think it's so important that we give people the chance, even when they don't see it in themselves um, you say, I believe in you and you can do this, so let's grow you as a person
1: and who do you pray to? God. Um, okay, okay. Uh, it's it's actually not an obvious answer. Um, it's not. I've, I agree
0: I, with you. I would have said Allah.
1: True. I've interviewed more than fifty guests. Yes. And the people who say I don't pray to anyone, I don't okay. believe in anyone. There's also that. There's also that, right? Yeah. Um the reason I ask who you pray to is because in the production, you're surrounded by people with very different spiritualities, yes. very vast spiritualities. And people yes. seem to pray a lot on that show. No, <laughs> we do. I actually
0: encourage praying. Yeah. I encourage you all the time. Like the reason we started praying during dinners is because I would say, guys, let's pray. Yeah. Before we eat. And then i naturally letting Uncle because for me, she was the person who sort of has that background
1: she was on this chain, she said she's a pastor so she can right. say she's a pastor right yes
0: um, so I was like okay cool and then obviously now we have uh, different people and I embrace all kinds of uh, spirituality honestly yes. speaking I mean I take something from Sirisha. um she's obviously I think it's Hindu mm, she's Hindu yeah yeah um, and she will tell me this is the sort of ritual whatever that I do and I do them like this and it does this for me I'll be like, okay, let me try that out, you know. Um, or sleep, uh, we will say, um, I light white candles for purity and whatever it is. Um, you should pray with the white candles, yeah. So I'll be like, okay, cool, yeah. Sleep, I'm gonna yes. try that out. Yes. So, literally, i um, you know, I take what I think is gonna work for me mm-hmm. and I go with that, but ultimately, I pray to God.
1: And Do you think that the spiritual aspect of yourself uh, keeps you grounded and if that wasn't there we'd see a different ending uh,
0: yeah i think so very much actually you know is yes, my husband always comes back into the conversation but before i started dating him i was scared of god i know it's such a strange thing um it's i had <laughs> i had an abortion okay um and that abortion made me ashamed to the point where I couldn't walk into church without crying. I couldn't face God. I didn't want to talk to Him. I wanted to hide from Him. Mm-hmm. Um And when Holo met me, he's highly spiritual, mm-hmm. and he prays. And you know, he's very—he's a, he's a warrior. He's a prayer warrior. Yeah. And when I said to him, "I'm not going to go to church with him," um, he was like, "What the?" You know, he was—it was quite taken aback. And he said to me, "It's so important that you get in touch with God." And my parents brought me up in the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. I've gone through all the processes. I've been confirmed. I've had first Holy Communion. i you know, every single church process. I used to go to Sunday school every Sunday. Like I'm well learned about religion and the Catholic religion and the Bible. But I just fell off for so many years because of shame. And Holo brought me back. Yeah. To God. Yeah um and now i'm just, it's really what holds me together
1: and uh, uh thank you for sharing that something so personal um uh, the reason i'm thanking you is because once again as a woman of influence it's important that th- this this is a platform that's worldwide it's important for women around the world regardless of what background they come from regardless of what social setting they come from economic setting they come from to know that their body is their body. Yeah. Their emotions and their decisions at a certain time are valid. Yes. And moving on from that shouldn't put you in a place where you're depressed, yes. you're guilty, you're feeling invalidated, you I feel like you're means. divorced from God. Yeah. No. It shouldn't. It shouldn't.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I think I was so young. Yeah. Um and 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 I didn't have that maturity. It's like when you're like when my son does something wrong he doesn't want to come to me mm. you know he goes to run away and yeah. i think it's, it's a similar thing you. you know yeah. but when he's older he'll be able to take responsibility and yeah. say okay mom i'm sorry that i this yeah. yeah, yeah. um and that's basically the process that i went through um, mm. with finding god again.
1: yeah yeah and and do you think where you are with god now is where you you really think you should be
0: um hundred percent you know i've who <laughs> <ooh>, uh, <laughs> crazy Meeting Slee, crazy, mm-hmm. um, has actually opened, oof, I don't know, has opened up a different spiritual access for me. Okay. Slee, first time she met me, she said, there's a person with you, that's always with you. I said, oh, you know, that's, that's a little bit freaky Slee, what do you mean, you know? Um, and I have not seen this person before, but I didn't take it seriously mm-hmm. or like you know i was like okay there's this person that i see from time to time um and she's like this spiritual guide. this is the ancestor who works with you to protect you mm-hmm. and i was like oh okay cool yeah you know um and then we started figuring out that i have like a certain gift and whatever it is and it's 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 just become so um uh, an eye-opener for me because there are things that i've said and done in the past that i didn't realize that i was doing Now looking back on them, I can say, "Oh, okay, this is because of this gift." And yeah, I think that I'm definitely in the right spiritual space because I'm accessing the gifts from God um, that I had all along, but now I'm spiritually aware of them. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think you misunderstood?
0: And I misunderstood. Yeah. (laughs) This question. Um, Do you know people are gonna judge you based on their own personal experience? Um, so where a lot of A, projections a, come, a lot of yeah. projections. So wherever you are coming from, whatever your background is, however you grew up, or whatever influences that you have in your life is what's going to make you judge the next person. So I don't want to say that I'm misunderstood. I think that I'm understood by different people from their context of life. And that's okay.
1: Uh, we, we, we're nearing the end of our episode. Um, but for, for purposes of, because I know people would just want to know and... This is not the type of platform. Yeah. But are you all in people curtains (laughs) and (laughs) and
0: Kyle curtains? Like DK curtains? curtains. Oh my! You know I laughed. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) When all of that stuff came out, my husband and I were giggling so hard. I was just like, "This is ridiculous!" Like your smear campaign is ridiculous yeah if you want to come against me and this is advice for my enemies mm-hmm. do it in a clever way yeah do it in a believable manner you know don't drop three items of news in the same week just to show how angry you are i get you rather you know pace it out think of the long game if mm-hmm. you're gonna destroy me you've got to have a proper plan about it my babe you know <laughs> <That's good. laughs> um yeah it was just yeah it was it was super super ridiculous and um i I don't know bro 450 for curtains what do you feel like what sort of curtains are those (laughs) Sure. Like, are they from the... Well, 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 well,
1: we like, have <laughs> well, a very beautiful home and yes. we haven't seen every room. So in my head, I was like, I mean, curtains can cost like 100k.
0: They said these curtains are from season one, firstly. Mm-hmm. Secondly, they said it was in Durban North. I've never had a house in Durban North. Yes, you don't. I know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was like, from season one. And my house in season one was our first home that Holo and I bought. Yeah. It was a small home. <laughs> it was three bedrooms. It was like... It wasn't huge. Hmm. 400. Like now, maybe curtains would cost 450k because we have windows that are like maybe 20 meters high.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the space yeah,
0: yeah. Because those are custom curtains. Yes. But just in general, normal curtains, guys, no. Stop it.
1: <laughs> Any last words for bullies?
0: For bullies. People who
1: intentionally want to, as you say, people. hurt people.
0: Do I have words for them? Ugh. Um, hmm. do you know what? Honestly speaking, I have no words for bullies. I feel like it's a heart thing. It's a it's it's a relationship with God. It's uh, where you are in your life that creates that situation for you, where you have a bad heart towards someone and you want to bully them and you, you want to say bad things and you want to just like you aren't okay within yourself you know um and i think i was very naive to think i mean i've been bullied but not like that there's been racism there's been you know i think my school bullies were people who didn't understand me because i was from africa Mm -hmm. and they were obviously from europe Europe. yeah so there was there was that divide there was a misunderstanding they never experienced this before but for someone who just has a bad heart there's not much I can do for you or save you, that's your own journey that you need to go on and decide what you want to do. So, yeah, Satan is real. <laughs> <laughs> her, her,
1: her parents and love referred to her as Numbumelelung Tembu. We know her emphatically um, and with love as Annie Tembu. She's a businesswoman, she's an entrepreneur. Um, She's a reality TV star, she says she doesn't know how she feels about fame at the moment but she's just riding the wave and obviously she's building her brand as as she rides the wave. So we hope to see more from Annie, we hope she'll come back to the show and we thank you so much Annie for coming to our platform, we thank you for trusting us with your story and we hope to see many great things for you from you we also hope to see many great things in your marriage because it's been put up in the spotlight so much unnecessarily by people who have ulterior motives yeah. but we can engineer your life on the best for you
0: thank you so much and i just want to say thank you to you as well you have made me so comfortable i you. i been this comfortable in an interview honestly yeah um and it really just made me open up in ways i really wouldn't yeah. with other people so thank you your energy is amazing and sure. i hope your podcast goes off it's flies, bags,
1: ne? dancing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the show is Engineer Your Life. I'm doing it. Okay, click like, click subscribe, join, whatever. You know what to do. I say it all the time. I'll see you in the next episode.